Thanks for being here today. This is Kevin Connor. I'm your host here on Educate for Life Radio. We're broadcasting down in Southern California, San Diego, KPRZ 1210 AM. And um, we've got all kinds of programs up on social media. If you want to check them out, all kinds of resources that are available to you. You can check them out on my website, educateforlife.org. And uh, there is uh, all kinds of shows that deal with all kinds of subjects that we have to deal with as Christians. So from a biblical perspective, uh, whether that has to do with science issues, whether it's social issues, whether it's uh, looking at things like the historical credibility of the Bible, all these sorts of uh, subjects we cover. Uh, we've got up over a hundred different shows there with experts from all over the place. Um, and today we have a fantastic opportunity to talk about something that is really exciting to me because if you know anything about uh, my heart, it, I am very passionate about education. I believe that um, it all starts uh, when kids are in elementary, junior high, high school. That is uh, where we need to be um, salt and light and be reaching kids with a biblical worldview. And I, I fundamentally believe that a lot of the things that we're complaining about in our country today can be tied back to the changes that have taken place in the education system, starting all the way back in, in uh, you know, really it goes back to the beginning of, of uh, the early 1900s. But if you look at things like what happened in 1962 and 63, where they took the Bible and prayer out of schools, and then in 1968, they mandated the teaching of evolution. Um, and then we can just see the, the domino effect that has happened. Uh, No-fault divorce was legalized in 1970. Uh, in 1973, uh, Roe versus Wade took place. And then progressively, we can see the changes taking place in the culture as, um, as that foundation, that, that biblical foundation, that God-fearing foundation was removed in the, in the public education system. And so um, what's really exciting to me is uh, what um, Michelle John, uh, what God has put on her heart is to start a Christian school that... Uh, is affordable for families who can't necessarily send their children to the typical uh, private Christian school. So my guests today are Michelle John, who is the school administrator of New Gateway Christian Academy, uh, Dr. Chapin Marsh. He's the president of Youth Development International and also a, a, um, somebody who knows a lot about education and, and starting Christian schools. And also Nancy Whitson, who is the president of New Gateway's nonprofit board. So um, I just want to thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, full, you know, full, full disclaimer here, uh, I have a personal friendship with Chapin, and I've known Michelle for quite a while um, back at Horizon Christian Academy. So um, long-time relationships there and a big blessing. So um, Michelle, why don't you start off by just telling us, um, you know, how did this get started? Where did this come from? Uh, uh, you know, it's not everybody who just decides, hey, I want to start a, a school. That's a pretty big undertaking. So uh, tell us the background here. How did this happen? So, well, for the last uh, seven years, uh, we ran a nonprofit. I was the executive director of a nonprofit organization that was um, their whole mission and their heart was to help those who could not make ends meet financially to become self-sufficient, either through starting a job uh, getting a better job or starting uh, starting a business, and so as uh, the situation in the in the schools, uh, um, it's it's very interesting that our board is um, made up of committed Christians, but uh, uh, about three of us are 
with education backgrounds. And so it was um, very concerning to us that Christian parents were feeling locked into um, the situation in the public schools where uh, children are being taught um, values that do not align with uh, the Bible and it's becoming worse than it ever was before. And so we started getting quite concerned about that. And um, out of that concern, uh, and the concern was more for those people who could not afford private education, private Christian education, um, and felt that they had no choice but to continue keeping their children in public schools. And so what we were trying to do and, and what was birthed out of that concern was a system where people who could not uh, afford or, or at least people who could um, be, be, have the option of having a Christian school that would, would not um, be outside of their budget. So what we're going to, what we're, we're trying to do with this school is um, make it affordable according to each person's budget, each household's budget. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because um, when I was when I was in high school, I, I desperately wanted to go to um, actually Horizon is where I wanted to go to school. I had friends that were going to go there. And I was like, Dad, I want to go to this school. You know, I was going to um, I was actually going to Point Loma High School at the time. And my my dad was like, Kevin, we can't afford that. We, just, we can't do that. And, and so, you know, um, this has been an issue for a long time for a lot of parents and a lot of families. It's it's absolutely something. And um, and, you know, it's interesting to me that, you know, when you brought this up and we had that phone conversation, uh, my thought process was, well, why hasn't this been done before? And um, so I guess along those lines, uh, you know, with what you're trying to do, um, what are some of the obstacles that, it, that you're facing when you're trying to start a school like this? I, I mean, this is harder than, it's hard enough to start a private school, but to start a school in which you're actually subsidizing families because you're not getting money from the state, right? You're not getting free money from the state. And so yet these teachers have to be paid, right? The, the staff's got to be paid. The administrator's got to be paid. Um, uh, you know, they're not financially independent where, where they're, all these people are like just doing all this for free. Um, help us, help our listeners understand some of the obstacles that you're dealing with in doing this and some of the things that you want to do to, or, or your needs so that you can overcome and get this, get this rolling? First of all, I want to say that, that this whole project is being covered with prayer. We are praying for the, the parents whose hearts are broken over what their children are having to, uh, to learn at school. Um, and I know that these parents are crying out to the Lord for, for an alternative. And so, um, we are hoping that we would be that alternative. And therefore, I would, I would um, preface everything by the fact that this is going to be, and I know all Christian schools are God's work, but this is something where it's going to be um, really dependent on God moving in the hearts of people. God is establishing this school because of the need for this day, this season. And so that's what's going to, um, I want to preface everything that, that, that we are seeing that's different um, with that. Um, we 
we are, there are many obstacles. Um, having a place, uh, having, finding the right uh, teachers. This is a mission that we're on. So finding teachers that have that same heart and that same mission. I think if we, we would all work together as God sends people to us, I think we would overcome some of the um, obstacles. And then of course it would need the, 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 um, the cooperation of the whole Christian community, everyone whose hearts are stirred that there needs to be a solution to this problem will, um, I believe God will, will bring them alongside to help. So this is not going to, it's not going to be the, even like the way that we conduct school cannot be the way that it's done traditionally. We're probably going to have more of a hybrid. We're probably going to include a lot of the home homeschooling and, and individualized learning, um, um, some of the digital um, 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 training teachers. We may have to use some of the online um, teaching uh, methods as well, but we are to take everything that's out there that technology offers and try to see how we can make something that will solve this problem for those parents that really need an alternative. Um, and all the while not limiting um, excellence, uh, academic excellence, and everything must be within a, a, a biblical worldview. And I also... Yeah, go ahead, Nancy. I, well, I also feel that a lot of people are very concerned about what they're seeing in school. Um, I see a movement uh, locally and across the country of people who are extremely frustrated by either what they're hearing, what they're learning, some of the new things that are coming out in our schools, or even those who maybe were uh, home through COVID and seeing some of the things their kids are learning. And there's this pent up frustration of they don't know really how to change things, how to help. And we're hoping that some of those people that are passionate about changing our schools will come alongside us. And this could be an outlet for them to partner with a school that provides a biblical foundation and teaches American values. Absolutely. I, you know, I think this is just a matter of getting the word out. Honestly, I think there are so many people that are interested in that will be interested in what you're doing and will support it. Um, just with, you know, getting the word out. I, I have to tell you, I was um, in a conversation with somebody recently and a teacher over in the Grossmont Union School District here in um, San Diego, I found out that uh, they're actually, they, I guess they're going through some teacher training. They're teaching that there are 17 genders and kids has to, ha, are being told they have to specify out of these 17 choices what gender they are. Uh, I mean, it's just outrageous. Uh, the, the stuff that's going on in the public schools. And then, of course, California is now mandating masks um, again, which is out, uh, outrageous for a, a lot of parents for a lot of reasons, um, because you're, you're, you know, people are, a lot of people are vaccinated and now you're saying, hey, they need masks again. And it's just like this ridiculous, uh, quote, anti-science situation. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Marsh, you have your pulse on, um, a lot of what's going on among youth with Youth Development uh, International and so forth. And um, before, we, before we get to that, NewGatewayCalifornia.org, NewGatewayCA.org is the website. If you're listening and you want to hop in here, you want to get involved, this is um, something that 
kind of stirs your heart, stirs your, your soul, then um, newgatewayca.org is the website. You can also reach Michelle at 619-272-6017. She's extension 704. We'll repeat that throughout the show and we'll also post that in the notes um, for those of you listening. Um, but uh, Dr. Marsh, um, what's your feeling on what's happening with education and what are the big issues that, uh, that we've already mentioned some of them. What other issues are there that you feel that um, parents are very concerned about with what's being taught in uh, the public schools? Thank you, Kevin. Great radio program. Love you, Michelle, Nancy. Thank you guys for having me on here. So when is enough enough, friends? When is enough enough? There are a myriad of issues that are both philosophical, spiritual, educational, uh, cultural, that are just being completely avalanched on our kids. It's been going on for a very long time. For example, in the mid 1800s, uh, Horace Mann, and then followed by John Dewey's philosophy of education was this, we're going to make American public schools citadels of secularism. Wow. That's why I can now drive in Claremont or Solana Beach or wherever, and the public schools look almost identical. When they're built right there's really gorgeous amazing facilities top of the line stuff and even in the poorest communities because the idea is to inculcate and indoctrinate the kids in the ways of the world so the question is when is enough enough mm. as christian parents because we're basically speaking to christian parents the fundamental question that we have to answer is this are we doing the great commission and the great commandment are we making disciples of jesus christ and then are we sending our kids out appropriately discipled and so in a christian school typically christian schools and in new gateways uh, approach for certain with michelle and the rest of the leadership team it's all about jesus christ first and preeminent the word of god singular sound doctrine and the work of the Holy spirit and and the love of Jesus flowing through people, not at the expense of solid academics, but in addition to. And one of the things that Michelle and her team are going to be able to do that's going to be absolutely outstanding is at Calvary Chapel University, we're, we're wanting to partner with them. We're fully accredited, 100% online, so she can have at New Gateway high school kids as early as ninth grade instead of taking AP and honors classes, which we don't need anymore because everybody's doing dual enrollment. These kids will be able to get 50% off their first class, 25% off the balance of their degree the entire time they're at New Gateway and then beyond that. So Michelle literally has this beautiful plum where any, any high school kids coming to New Gateway are going to be able to get a fully accredited college degree concurrent with whatever it is she and her team are doing. And it's just a beautiful uh, marriage of mission, vision, and values. So Kevin, the bottom line to me is as parents – and I'm a parent. All my kids went to Christian schools or and or were homeschooled, like Michelle said, in a hybrid because we do what we can as parents. Pray about New Gateway. Pray about not just sending your kids there, but pray about praying about. I know that's Michelle and Nancy's heart, New Gateway. And, and watch what God does when a mom and a dad or a child says, I don't want to go to my school anymore, mom. Well, what do we want to do? Let's ask Jesus. David constantly inquired of the Lord. Should I attack here? Yes. Should I go over here? No, no, not this time. Wait for the rushing 
sound in the trees and then go attack. Every kid's going to be different. Every family's going to be different, but there's going to be this migration of families into new gateway. And it's going to be magnificent. It's going to be spirit led and it's going to be fruitful beyond anything we can imagine. Amen. Amen. I, I love it. And uh, with that passion, uh, a- absolutely. Right. So, uh, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is that there used to be this, this excuse that was like, Hey, um, you know, we need to reach kids in the public schools. Uh, people would say, we can't just take all the Christian kids out of the public schools because we need to reach kids in the public schools. And, or, or they would say things like, um, you know what, we, we can't just abandon public education. But I think a lot of parents now are to the point where they've decided, you know what, the, the public schools are actually not redeemable. Um, and this is, in, in, in my opinion, and I'm sure to a large extent you agree, that the foundation is wrong. And the problem is, is that you're not going to get the results that you're looking for when the foundation is all cracked and, and, and shattered. And so um, I know for myself in public education, I came from a strong Christian family, but it was very, very difficult uh, for me in a public school um, to live the Christian life, to learn the Christian life, to know what it was all about and everything. Um, by God's grace and because of a good church and, and uh, a good youth pastor, I was able to uh, come out and survive and, and ultimately have a strong faith in the Lord. But um, I saw a lot of my friends that that was not the same situation. And I've heard those stories over and over and over again uh, from parents. Uh, and we know the stats, uh, the, the stats are seven to eight of every 10 Christian kids uh, who go to public schools will walk away from their faith. Um, and so parents who are listening, um, when you hear these sorts of things, I, I hope you check out New Gateway uh, Christian Academy because um, the, the fact of the matter is, is this is an opportunity that there's actually no more excuses because you, you can get uh, the education at a, at a cost that is viable, that you can, you can do, do with and um, these are our kids' minds that we're talking about here. Uh, it's worth it's worthwhile. So again, the, the website is newgatewayca.org, newgatewayca.org. My guests today are Michelle John. She's a school administrator, New Gateway Christian Academy. Nancy Whitson, who is the president of New Gateway's nonprofit board and Dr. Chapin Marsh, who's an expert on youth and education and starting schools and so forth. So um, my website's educateforlife.org, all kinds of useful information on there, including curriculum too for your kids. But um, Nancy, I wanted to ask you uh, from your perspective, you know, as the president of the nonprofit uh, board, um, tell us about that. So what, what, how does a, a school like this run differently from the typical school? Well, obviously it's much different than a public school, but even from the, from the typical private school, um, what is the process of, say, a parent joining the school? And if there's somebody out there who says, I'd like to get involved and help, what are their, what are their opportunities for getting involved? Well, thank you. Um, right now, we have a, a lot of opportunities for getting involved. If you have a child that you think would benefit from this type of education, the application forms are currently on the website. Um, so we're starting to take applications already for this fall year. If you are a teacher, a retired teacher, or if you're active, say, in the public school system and this type of thing appeals to you, maybe you don't like what's going on, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to see how, how you could fit into what we're doing here. Um, if you are a parent, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, um, and you have a passion for what's going on in our public school systems and you'd like to see this type of an alternative get launched, 
we would love to have you come alongside and partner with us. There's opportunities to give and we invite you to join us as a partner in giving. Um, we're also looking for uh, things such as desks, school supplies, things like that as well. So if you have any uh, passion, if you'd like to, to join us, please reach out to Michelle. There's an opportunity for us to use your skills and what you bring to the table. And we would love to invite you to be a part of what we're doing here. So along those same lines, what, what, um, let's say there's a teacher out there and, you know, I actually, the, the, I'm thinking of somebody very specifically. They, they actually left the public education system because they were tired of, of what's happening. They were like, there's no way I, I can support this. I have to leave. Um, what kind of credentials and so forth are you looking for, for a teacher that comes in? And, and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, you know, do you get paid if you teach here or is this purely voluntary? <laughs> you know, that's probably something that's run through people's minds. Uh, Michelle, can you uh, provide some answers for that, that question? Um, our heart is to pay every teacher. Um, I, can't, I can't tell you exactly how it's all going to work here this was because, um, you know, there is a certain amount of faith involved in, in, in all of this. And we know that God is going to supply all our needs. Um, uh, but as far as the credentialing is concerned, um, we uh, will take anyone who has uh, experience in teaching a particular subject who meets all of our requirements. Uh, we are members of ACSI and we can get them ACSI uh, accredited, um, or at least not accredited, but certified. Um, so, so that um, it would be easy for anyone uh, we're thinking of um, even homeschooling, retired homeschool parents um, and pastors who would like to teach Bible uh, can all come, they can all join our, our teaching team. Um, one other thing I, I wanted to mention is that um, at the moment, our school building is, um, is relatively small. And so, um, it would mean that um, if a lot of people want, uh, parents really want this option, we really need and we are praying for a building, a school building. Um, so if you are an evangelical church and you have a space for a school, we also would love to talk to you. Okay, great. And then we can accept more people. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, what area um, are you looking for a building in? Is it a particular area in San Diego County? You know what, at this point in time, I think anywhere in San Diego County that will be easily accessible to parents would be good for us. Okay. And then um, what kind of grades are, are, you, are you? Is this going K through 12? Is this uh, purely high school? What, what is the uh, grades uh, you're looking at here? We are uh, wanting to start with 7th to 12th and eventually expand to the, the smaller grades. Because I believe that the teenagers need the help right now, more than anything else. We need to get our teenagers out of the public school as quickly as possible. And so we, we decided to start with the, the bigger grades. And then as families have the need for the smaller grades, we will add those in. Okay, that's fantastic. And um, so, so, um, how many teachers do you think you need in order to start? How many students are you? I mean, you're, you're hopping in on this, uh, right? School's right around the corner. You're about to start here. So um, what do you anticipate your needs for the amount of teachers, uh, the amount of students, the amount of desks? 
what kind of, uh, do you have any numbers on those sorts of things or what are your thoughts there? Um, I, I have um, a minimum of six teachers, um, but we do have a backup plan if we don't get that because we have already uh, started speaking with an online uh, academy where we can have actual um, teacher interaction um, live. So there, there is that alternative for us, but if we, uh, um, we really would like to have our teachers on, 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 um, on, on the ground our, in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's what we're hoping to do. Um, so that's the minimum, uh, as far as when we are hoping to start on the 13th of, of September as our start date. Okay. Um, the desks right now in the place that we are at, we don't um, immediately need the desks and the chairs. We do need things like um, uh, whiteboards, that type of thing. Um, maybe very little. We, we need very little right now because our, our room is very small. Our, our building is very small, but um, the minute that God provides a building from one of those churches I was just talking about that he's going to stir up is the minute that we will need all the rest of the supplies like smart boards and, you know, um, uh, um, all the desks and the chairs and, and everything else that, um, that we would need to, to give the, the children all, that, all the, the assistance that they need. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, their website again is newgatewayca.org, newgatewayca.org. You can also email school at newgateway.org um, to get a hold of Michelle. Uh, and her phone number is 619-272-6017. Um, you know, and of course, the big issue right now, one of the big issues in the public schools is the whole thing with CRT. Uh, this is a, a huge problem, uh, critical race theory. I've had multiple guests on the program discussing this and where it came from and what's going on and the, and the divisiveness it's causing. And, and uh, it's completely anti-biblical. Um, and, and so a lot, of, a lot of people don't know it. Um, public schools in California are now offering uh, free meals uh, indefinitely, which uh, to me seems very manipulative uh, in order to try to keep kids in the public schools. The whole thing that's happening with uh, Gavin Newsom and uh, and I found out recently that Larry Elder is running on a platform of school choice, which is fantastic because he's, his position is, is that um, we need full school choice, which mean, would mean private school choice. And um, do your efforts uh, coincide at all with the, the school choice movement with, um, because potentially your, your school would actually be able to get funding um, from, from the government because, well, not directly from the government, but two parents which would then choose right. the school. Um, do you have any thoughts on that, uh, Michelle, as far, far as the, the school choice movement or anything? We are praying that, that Larry Elder will be elected and school choice would be an option for us. That is, is something that would really make a big difference for this particular type of school. Hmm. So um, uh, Dr. Marsh, you're, you're in Arizona now, I believe, is that correct? 
And Arizona actually has pretty friendly, um, pr pretty friendly laws regarding uh, private schools and private school choice. Uh, and uh, what's your feeling about that and, and the future of education as it pertains to New Gateway and um, the opportunities that are coming up? Yeah, so I would just talk to parents quickly and just um, every Christian family is going to, they have the free will to make any decision they want. And oftentimes parents feel like, hey, my child going to a public school is going to strengthen my child. And we always want to give people that freedom. Um, for sure, Christian faculty, staff, administration, if you're called into public school, go, because that is a radical mission field. In the Bible, really, the only time we ever see children, in a sense, if you will, sacrifice is to Molech. When you see God wanting to um, build a vision, he wants to build the vision of the law. He builds it through a baby, Moses, and Satan, and Pharaoh as a type of Satan is going around killing all the baby boys because Satan is not omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. So he just shotguns everything, will kill all the baby boys. But God, but God saves baby Moses, births the law, because without the law, there's no lawgiver, which means there, there's no sovereign God over everything. So the law is critical, but the law will never get us to heaven. So fast forward, God ends up birthing baby Jesus, the carrier of grace. Herod, just like Pharaoh, a type of Satan, is killing all the baby boys, doesn't know which one, killing all the baby boys so he can destroy the vision for grace. But God allows Jesus, obviously, to fulfill his mission. And so there's this constant radical warfare, 62. Kevin, you know the number better than I do. Million babies aborted just in the U.S. since Roe v. Wade in 73. So how much vision, that's an entire nation of Spain, for example. The, your kids, my kids, our grandkids, the little ones that are itty bitty and in the preschool and kindergarten, we, how much more would we want to inculcate and fill them with the word of God, which will never come back void in an environment that is far from perfect. We always tell people we're sinners teaching sinners whose parents are sinners in a Christian school. But God, and you have this, it's generally safer, it's generally better educationally, it's gener It's definitely better. Oh. We cut out a little bit there. Chapin, you there? Well, you know, um, uh, until we get Chapin back. philosophy oh, of oh. education that's coming out, so New Gateway's the answer to me. Amen. You cut out a little bit there, Chapin, but that's okay. Uh, we enjoyed uh, your the pose there. It was awesome, right? just like that. Right? <laughs> 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 anyway, um, you know when you were when you were um, talking there, um, you know it's interesting. I I've taught now in Christian schools for fourteen years, and I I'm always blown away by the difference between the public school that I went to in high school compared to the, the schools that now that I've taught in, um, literally in 14 years, I've seen probably two fights, two fights in a school, in the Christian schools. And they weren't really even fights. It was more like one kid hit a kid and it was done. And um, when I was in public school at Point Loma High School, I literally saw violent fights once a week. Um, it, it was very, very common. And um, the, the contrast is just so dramatic and so great. And that contrast is getting greater. Um, I've, my kids now are nine, uh, 12 and 14. And 
they have some friends that the little kids go to public school and the, the little kids are coming home saying, um, I can be a boy or a girl, right? They're, my, my daughter's little uh, girlfriend says, I can be a girl or a boy. And my, my daughter says, no, you can't, <laughs> no, you, you can't do that. And, you know, it's very clear. We, I, I now have to have these bizarre conversations with my kids about, um, she's like, why does she say that? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here's what's going on. It's super weird, but uh, you know, and, and you get into moral relativism, which it started to be moral relativism, which was all morals are subjective. All morals are just opinions, but now it's all facts are opinions, which is crazy, right? Which is purely the devil because um, Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And what the devil says is, no, no, no. What we've got to do is say, there's no truth, right? Jesus says, I am the truth. And the devil says, if, if I can make the case that there's no truth, then we don't even have to have this discussion. And you, if you can't know truth, then the discussion goes away. And that's what we're dealing with. So for the parents out there that are listening, I, I cannot overstate how important it is for your child to get a Christian education. And um, I know everybody, everybody is dealing with financial hardship. A lot of families have struggled through what's happened with COVID and the shutdown of businesses. I know people who have lost their businesses. But um, you know what? I think that the outpouring here of God's grace to Christian families is astonishing, honestly. I think that the opportunity to do something here, to move in a different direction, to move our, our city, to move our county, to move our state, to move our country in a different education. I, I believe God is using what the devil intended for evil, COVID, um, for good uh, by breaking up the education monopoly and um, showing it for what it is, uh, showing it for the, the false education that it is. And so um, along these same lines, uh, Michael Alexander, who was on my radio program just a little while ago, he's actually spearheading a private school choice bill. Um, they're looking for a million signatures by the end of 2022 in California, and it will then go on the ballot um, And if, if they get that. So um, we need to spread the word about that too, because um, your school, New Gateway, as well as many other schools um, where they're honoring the Lord, um, parents will have that freedom to be able to go to those schools. And, uh, and I asked him, he said he's been fighting this fight for 30 years. And I, I said, well, what makes this different? He says, oh, parents are in an, uh, they're just outraged. Um, he said, this is our chance right here um, to get those signatures. People see the reason why it's important now. Their eyes are being opened and uh, we, we need to make this happen. So so very exciting um, what you're doing, um, Michelle and Nancy and, and Chapin here. And uh, again, if you're just tuning in, our, our guests today are Michelle John, who is a school administrator of a new school, New Gateway Christian Academy, which is unique. Uh, in fact, I've never heard it, it, it done before um, in that um, they're accommodating whatever financial um, situation a Christian family is in that wants their kid in a Christian school. Uh, they're making a way for them to, to get in the school, regardless, doesn't matter. And then um, Nancy Whitson, Whitson is the president of New Gateway's nonprofit board, and then Chapin Marsh, president of Youth Development International. So um, their, their website is newgatewayca.org, and Michelle's phone number is 619-272-6017, extension 704, um, if you want to get involved. And that's if you're a teacher, if you're, you want to get involved in a Christian school and you're a teacher, if you want to put your kids in the school as a Christian family, if you want to become an administrator in the school, if you want to become a donor and a supporter in the school, um, I can 
honestly, I can't think of a better way to invest your time and money and energy than into something like this. Uh, you're, re- you're literally talking about the souls of kids um, and the direction of their, their whole life. So um, it, it's fantastic. Um, Kevin, Michelle. can I add something to that? Absolutely, please. Um, so some parents are thinking that, well, I can, I can navigate around the sexualization and the CRT by, by opting out. Um, but I want my, 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 my children to have a good, uh, the rest of the education that's available in public school. But I want to say that um, they have to be very careful because uh, all of these in ideologies are in, in integrated into every single subject, you know, whether it be English literature, math. Um, today I read an article about uh, um, a book that was for the young children that covered masturbation that were in the public school school libraries. So even if they don't hear it in the classroom, it's also in the libraries. So parents have to be very discerning, very careful about what what they do um, with regard to this decision of where the child goes to school. Plus the the students, their peers, you know, the um, friends that they'll make at school, uh, that also might be a factor when they're considering where they want their students to learn. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. All right. That's biblical. So (laughs) um, Chapin, uh, I'll give you a last word here. He might be frozen. You there, Chapin? I'm right here. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I wanted to give you a chance to have a final word if, you, if you'd like. I, I love you guys. I think I'm freezing out. <laughs> okay, maybe that's what it is. Okay, well, um, thank you so much for being on the program today. Uh, Michelle, Nancy, Chapin, it's a huge blessing. Um, and what you're doing is an even bigger blessing. And uh, so... Uh, anything I can do to continue to support you, I, I want to do it. And uh, we'll shoot this out all over social media and, and uh, to our, our followers, our Christian followers, who, who I, I am sure there are plenty of people that are going to want to support this. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kevin. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, we will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed the program and uh, get involved if you can. And uh, we'll be back with more great information, great guests, and uh, great biblical worldview next time. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.